With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Sideline Summit. It's been a week uh, since we recorded due to some difficulties on Tuesday, which was our other recording day. But uh, we're back. I'm here with you, Penn's finest, Danny Cole. We're going to be talking about some, you know, uh, Sixers. They've been struggling a little bit lately, but, you know, they seem to be getting back on track with some wins. Talking some free agency. There's been a lot of moves this week. Um, and we're going to be talking, like, a little bit of some Celtics and what their, like, ideal – well, actually, a couple teams who they might want to see in the playoffs because that's usually that's with 12, 11 games left. That's what we're looking at. Uh, but before we get into any of that, um, we're going to be talking some Lakers and Raptors for once. We're actually going to talk about the Lakers because uh, we're going to be bringing on a guest, a Division two basketball player at Wilmington University, Amiri Stewart. Uh, before we bring him on, Danny, how are you doing today? Man, there's a lot. Of, my favorite player, Russell Westbrook. I gotta say that first. So he he's the goat. No, his favorite player is John Morant. He jumped off the bandwagon. Plus, he starts every every time I ask him how he's doing. He says, "Man, there's a lot." Every time. Anyway, keep going. I do say that a lot. Uh, That's a, a lot. Creature, <laughs> it's a creature habit. But this week in the NFL, there's been man a plethora of moves. It's te- yeah, man. My my heart's heavy though. Juju went to the Chiefs. He's giving Patrick Mahomes. How much help does he, that man need, though? Come on now. Patrick Mahomes is better than any quarterback you've ever watched in your life, so I suggest you watch your mouth. Mahomes is the LeBron in the NFL. He uh, he needs the help to win. That's sarcasm, if you didn't get it. Uh, I was hoping so. <laughs> okay. Uh, but I think it's time to bring in our guest for the day, Myrie Stewart. Amari, how are you doing today? 
I'm good. Just woke up about an hour ago. Had a couple pancakes. You feel me? Saturday. That's great. That's great eats. Great eats. That's great eat for a D2 basketball player, you know. Um, You guys just got out of the season. Um, I I don't – I'm not going to lie. I can't remember. I just – I was just looking at your schedule. I don't know what – I don't remember how like your season went exactly, but like, what are some like you know, with some good things to take in going into the off season, like some bright spots or anything? Uh, definitely some of the bright spots is that the fact that we were all a new new team, like we only had three returning players on our team, so the fact that we get another year with so many guys already on the team and knowing the chemistry together, we should have a a, a extremely better season next year. I would say that would be definitely a bright spot. And just, like, the more people we bring in, like, more people are going to figure out about our school. And the more we do better throughout next year, I feel like it's going to be a good ride for us. No, that's awesome to hear, man. Yo, team, a lot of people, you know, not built like Damian Lillard no more. We know where I'm from the grind, man, at all. Uh, And speaking of, you know, speaking of the NBA, Lakers Raptors last night. I watched it because for once the Celtics played after the Lakers. I don't watch too much Lakers. They suck. No one wants to watch them anyway. But you know, they had a real crazy game with the Raptors. Scotty Barnes is looking like, in my opinion, rookie of the year right now. Um and LeBron had a pretty good game. Westbrook was pretty actually efficient. He actually played really well. Aside he damn near blew the game. But um yeah. You know, a win like that, you know, there are a lot of times where a win can just switch the season around. And Lakers fans do say a lot, like, after one win, they're like, all right, like, this is, like, we're about to start picking things up. Did, did like, did that win actually feel like you guys could build some momentum with so many games going into the play-in? Honestly, I believe it did because I feel like it definitely built um, Russell Westbrook's confidence a lot up. And the fact that mm-hmm. he can hit that shot in that clutch time is going to, like, really show LeBron that he can trust him in the clutch, at least, like, as of right now. And Raptors are a playoff team. We needed that. We needed that win. So, like, best instance, if we win our playoff win, play a play-in game, and we play the Grizzlies, I feel like that's a better match if we play the Grizzlies than instead of the, the Suns. You feel me? So I definitely bring – Yeah, definitely no, I, like I definitely see it. Yeah, so I, I definitely, feel that I definitely game. see that. If I'm, if I'm them, I mean, it's going to be hard to catch the Clippers to try to, you know, get the eighth seed, and then you can play for the seventh seed. Yeah. Uh, but if you guys land the eighth seed, you guys end up playing the Suns. Uh, it's not too far gone if you guys are healthy. You know, the Suns are yeah. by far the best team in basketball this year. But I think a healthy Anthony Davis got his way easily with DeAndre Ayton last year. Yeah. Um, LeBron got his way with Crowder, but unfortunately, Dr- Andre Drummond did that little. He was too busy yeah. dick eating, so like, yeah. Now the Lakers yeah. are bad because of that. But yeah, I feel, I feel I like know, a Lake, uh, healthy Lakers squad. Um, I don't know. I wouldn't put anything past them. They have the goat. They have the best power, the second best power forward in basketball when he's healthy, and you got guys who can hit timely shots. Uh, Austin Reeves hit some timely shots. Avery Bradley played pretty well last night. Um, And that was LeBron's first win against Toronto since he left Cleveland. Yeah, I feel like Avery Bradley definitely stepped up in a big-time situation, especially now how many games are left in the season. Austin Reed's been playing really well lately. And I peeped that we played Dwight Howard a lot more. 
in that game, and I feel like that we should we need to start doing that more. He's Dwight a three point specialist. Stop it. Three point specialist, Dwight Howard. See your Imagine season. That. Before the the trade deadline, uh, I did get to watch like a little bit of it. I'm thinking, why is DeAndre Jordan on the basketball court? If you're gonna have someone who can't shoot and but can defend and rebound, why not go with Dwight Howard? Because I feel I couldn't see the vision. Fra- Frank Vogel honestly, was a tripping. Honestly, I have no idea why we brought DeAndre Jordan, even though we had Dwight Howard in the first place. That was that move that we made in the beginning of the season confused me already. And in fact, I I just don't like DeAndre Jordan's game. I just feel like he's Neither a do previous I. type. I never he's have. Just a, he's just a previous type center, like especially the centers now. He can't really guard too tra- around the perimeter. Too traditional. Yeah, he can't like the beads, the Jokic's, the Towns, even the Bam out of bio. He can't really guard. And that. like Rudy Gobert is traditional, but like Rudy Gobert is like a generational rim protector. So like, yeah, it's a little different. Rudy Gobert, and, actually, and, and perimeter defender. Do not forget that. I don't like Rudy on the perimeter. Yeah, no, we are gonna see come playoff time when he get that ass cooked <laughs> by Terrence Mann again. Bro's working him in the Terrence Mann. He go get cooked by Malik Monk. He go. He'll get cooked with that. He Patrick Beverly would take his ass, bro. I promise you. Well, we might play Trevor Reza. We might play Trevor Reeves oh, yeah. in the playoffs. Just, they might play you in the playoffs. Uh, I'm gonna give the buck if they put me in the playoffs. I'm sitting my I'm sitting my ass right in the corner. I'm just waiting for the ball from Brian. I promise you that thing's going up. It's yes, yeah, it'll it'll be coming. You're just gonna drive, kick. Drive, Speaking kick. of which, LeBron imitated that uh that Wizards game tying shot where he caught it full court and then. Did the fadeaway jumper? He did the same thing last night. That shit was crazy. Like, how? Like, I don't even know how you do that once, much less do it twice. Like six years apart, bro. It's just, I don't know, bro. It's just something about Brown, bro. Like, you can never just count him out. It's just always exactly, and it. It's crazy, man. He's so timeless, and I get it. He's getting older, and he's had some games where his age is definitely showing, and his, there's some. Defensive series where his uh his def- his age is definitely showing, but in terms of offensive output, he's still he's up there with the best of them. I'm pretty sure he's third in the league in scoring. Still, he's point one behind Giannis, who is point two behind Embiid. Um, so to be up there, year nineteen in scoring, he yeah. needs twenty points to pass Carl Child Rapist Malone uh, for second all time <laughs> on the scoring list. Well, I don't understand. I don't understand how people like can argue that whole gold debate with LeBron and Jordan, bro. That it still kind of confuses me on the fact that you can look at LeBron's accolades and his success in the league and still believe and say that Jordan is a better player. I would. I'll never. I'll never like tell someone they're wrong for saying Michael Jordan's a goat. But I agree. Like I some there. There are some days where I'm like, damn, like MJ's like, like that guy. Like when we were all watching a documentary, I was like, wow, like I don't know. I was like, but then I got to watch LeBron again in the bubble, and I'm like, okay, like reminder, he's still that guy. Like, yeah. he's like, still when, the goat. When everyone was sitting down watching that documentary, we were like, yo, Jordan really was like, Jordan was him. Like Jordan was him yeah. in the '80s. Jordan him. Jordan him. Like he was really looking like literally no one can guard him. But then you look at LeBron from his start of his career till now, 
bro was 37 dropping 50 bombs on the top five team in the play and top five team in the league. Like it's it's yeah, like, I'm not gonna talk. He's put on some electrifying performances uh lately. Here we got I got one more thing. I got one more thing for you. Uh, before you know, we let you go, Lakers fan. You guys have probably the most stacked all-time team ever. Give me your starting five. You can't put Shaq or Kareem. You can't put one of them at forward. You can only have one center. Give me your all-time Lakers five. All-time Lakers five. Give me Kobe. At the point. Okay. Uh, at the point. Give me Kobe at the. Point. Yo, respect Kobe at the Side point, man. Side out lie. Let me get. I think he's, I think he's the all-time. Uh, all-time non-point guard leader and or all-time shooting yes. guard leader and assist, I think something like yeah, that. Okay, so give me Magic at the one. Give me Kobe at the two. Okay. Give me El- give me Elgin Baylor at the three. Respect Bron. You're not gonna give me, you're not gonna give respect Bron. Give me Bron at the four. Bron at the four. I got it. I see the vision. And then Shaq at the five. Who's I the five? Shaq at the five. Shaq at the five. Shaq at the. Shaq on that Lakers team. Shaq at the five. Yeah, I, I think I, I think if we're if we're taking that Lakers Shaq, yes, I, yeah, I take him over Kareem. That that Lakers Shaq bro has to be the best center or at least top five center of all time. At least when like if we looking at every He's, person, I think Shaq, I think Shaq as it is is like the second greatest center of all time. He'd Man, probably he, be the goat if he wasn't a big bag of shit. But yeah, you gotta give me Wilt there. We're Shaq, I'm sorry. Nah, I'm cool. We're cool off. We're cool Tenth best Wilt. player all the time, Wilt Chamberlain. We're, we're good. Cool off Wilt is still. I'm cool off him. Yeah, we're good off him. Like in my in my top five, I mean, the only center I could really put is Bill Russell, so I guess I have to put him. Yeah. Nah, screw it. I'd put I put Robert Williams instead. I was I was thinking Grant. I was thinking Grant. Grant Williams. Small ball, small ball lineup. We'll go Isaiah Thomas, Kyrie Irving, Kemba Walker. <laughs> Mm. Marcus Smart, and then we'll just go Grant Williams at the five. You can sign PJ Tucker at the five. Grant Williams is better than PJ Tucker. I like Let Grant. You know. I like Grant over PJ. Grant better yeah. than uh, THT. Whoa! Stop it! No, Grant, THT. Grant better than THT. No, man. Come bro, on, THT, bro. THT is a six-five, seven-foot wingspan. Peyton guard, Pritchard bro. better than THT too. All right, that's Peyton Pritchard. Wow. That's nah, you, you ain't watch, bro. You ain't come on, man. You ain't watch Pete Rabbit in the fourth, bro. Pete Rabbit in the one through three is garbage, though. Taylor Horton Tucker in the one through four is garbage. <laughs> no, bro. THT easily top five player in the league right now. Easy. Easy. Wow. This is this is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Well, it was great having you on. Great talking some Lakers for a change. Um, probably have a Myri on again when the Lakers get bounced to the play in. But um, yeah, man. Thanks for ha- thanks for ha- uh, thanks for you know letting us bring you on to the show. Uh, it was it was a great time having you. Thank you for having me. All right, man. Once again, thank you to Amiri for joining the show. Um, we're gonna get into some NFL free agency talk. Um, a lot of moves were made this week. I want to start with one that I personally uh, I didn't like. One I didn't like, I think a lot of people didn't like, was the Christian Kirk signing. Um, the Jags kind of had like this middle of the pack type of free agency. You know, they they attacked the positions that had to get better for Trevor Lawrence, but like 
they didn't upgrade too much, but you got to start somewhere. I think Doug Peterson uh, is gun- going to work the pieces, probably elevate Christian Kirk while elevating Trevor Lawrence, as with Evan Ingram, maybe playing him in the slot more um, and all that. Yeah. What do you think about the Jags moves? I know you like the Jags moves. That's what you told me. I really like the Jags moves. I think they're contenders in a very, very weak AFC South. Uh, Super weak. Super weak. I think the Titans are frauds. They have a really good coach. I think their team is a fraud as a whole. What I really Mm -hmm. think that Kirk Deal did is reset the wide receiver market. Devontae Adams just got $30 million a year after this trade. Yeah, it did. And um, yeah, that could be rough for some receivers going forward. Michael Thomas maybe wanting a new deal. Tyreek Hill has been on record for wanting a new deal. I think you're going to see receivers like those two. You have, an, you have guys – there's so many guys around the league that want a new deal. Cooper Cup's probably going to get big money eventually. And I really think this makes Dallas's deal with Michael Gallup look really, really good. That's what this – It's really, really cheap. I mean, he's still a guy coming off ACL, but with, you know, common science uh, – or, sorry, um, modern science, not common science. Uh, people have been able to ba- bounce back from those pretty well. But speaking of Cooper Cup – uh, and those Rams teams, and they just signed Allen Robinson. Now, that it gives Allen Robinson a chance to play with an elite quarterback. He's never got to do that besides, of course, Money Mitch. But um, he, with him on the team, you got Robert Woods. That kind of leaves Odell as the odd man out. He's probably leaving. Robert Woods is the uh, steal- What do you say? The Rams, the Rams have put Robert Woods on the trading block as well. They, they, they really see uh, Van Jefferson and Tutu Atwell as long-term growing blocks for the Rams. They, they want to get Robert well, Woods. Well, let me, let me ask you this. As a Steeler, you guys just lost Juju. Sorry for your loss uh, and all that. Are you picking – you interested in Odell? Do you guys think you, you know – do you guys think you bring him in? If he's interested, interested, of course. No, Beckham. I'm interested in Julio Jones. Would you – so here's the thing. There are two, obviously, elite receivers when healthy. However, that's when they're healthy. You know what I mean? I believe Odell could potentially come back before the start of the year because we've seen what happened with Cam Akers uh, and we've seen what happened with the past couple of ACL injuries. They're getting healed really fast. However, Julio, someone like he just gets a lot of nagging like foot injury, knee injury, and then he's out for like two, three weeks and then he's back out again. Um, I, I, don't, I don't know. So it, so you would rather have Julio than, than OBJ right now? I'm going to name a name. I don't think that's hot at all. Very familiar to the Steel- Pittsburgh Steelers fans, and he's been been under some fire in the last six months. Antonio Brown, I would love. Antonio for Brown is going to Cleveland. Antonio would, Brown is probably going to go to Cleveland. I would love Cleveland that or game. Baltimore. I think. I think. I don't would, think. I, I think they would welcome him back. Do you think Mike Tomlin would welcome him back? If, if I think if it's kind of up to him because he's the dude that's going to have to put him up with the most. Like Big Ben's not there. You know, Big Ben wouldn't do it. Big Ben's not there. Uh, I think it's up really up to Mike Tomlin. It's kind of up to Mitch Trubisky. If he's like, yo, like this, we got an elite receiver we can bring in, but he's kind of a nut job. Um, I mean, that, that's why I think we go get Odell or Julio instead of them. Now, as, a, as an Eagles fan, I mean, here's I'm torn. I mean, we could just go draft a receiver. Or we could pick up a Julio. We could pick up Odell. We could use one of these picks, go get DK. We could use – we have so much ammunition, and we just restructured some contracts. Like we just cut Fletcher Cox and then re-signed him for $4 million cheaper. 
Like, what what are we doing here? Are we going to go try to upgrade the safety position, but we just signed back Anthony Harris? Are we going to go try to get one of these big-name receivers, go trade for Robert Woods maybe? Uh, I don't know. I just need someone to be paired with Devonta Smith um, to really make this team electrifying because with Deshaun Watson getting traded to Cleveland, Jalen Hurts is QB1. And like you, you have a quarterback who's about to be on like a one-year prove deal because otherwise you guys are gonna go go get Bryce Young or the kid out of Clemson. I'm not even gonna try to pronounce his last name, but DJ. Um, and like with us, he's on a one. It's basically one-year prove deal. That's kind of what it is. Hurts has two years left on his deal. Well, here's the thing: if he doesn't win a playoff game this year, chances are they're bumping him out of there. Which is unfair, but it's the it's the you know it's the times we live in. If you don't show glimpses of a generational quarterback, they'll get you out of there. However, he's going to win the division this year. He's going to get a home playoff game, and he's going to win the said home playoff game. Jalen Hurts is going to take this type of leap. He's going to take this type of leap, not like Lamar Jackson level where he's MVP. That is like insanity. Uh, no, but, I, I think he can make that leap. I really genuinely think that he entire can. leap. I think he could. I think I don't know if he'll make that entire leap, but I know here's what I do know. This kid is going to become an a lot better passer because we're probably end up going to end up getting someone to tag with Devon Smith. And then you got Goddard, who's going to be your main tight end who look, I love Ertz, but he was, he's obviously on the back end of his year and Goddard's so much better than him. And he'll have him for a full year. He'll have this new play calling for a second year. First time he's had that since high school. He's going to have Boston Scott back. He's going to have Miles Sanders back. I'm not too sure if Jordan Howard's coming back. I think he was on a two-year deal. He may still be here. doesn't matter. We'll have a running back by committee. And then over in Pittsburgh, y'all kind of in the same situation. you got this quarterback who sat and learned. Um, you got Claypool. Um, you got Najee Harris. You guys, I think you guys just signed a tackle too. Uh, so y'all are re-upping on that line. Your defense is re-upping because – who did you guys sign uh, a linebacker? I forget who you guys signed a linebacker. We signed uh, Miles Jack. Yep, you guys signed Miles Jack, and you guys have Devin Bush. Two no, good run-fitting linebackers, questionable in coverage. But, um, you know, you just have to see. You, you'll really have to see. Tyran still on the market. You guys have Minka. You guys got Joe Hayden. You could probably fix corner through the draft. Ooh, we don't you, have Joe Hayden. Like Sauce. Joe, Hayden just, Joe Hayden just posted his farewell to Pittsburgh. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Okay, so now you guys really need a corner. Yeah, but uh, T- Stephon Gilmore's still on the market. And we signed Levi Wallace. Stephon Gilmore's on the market. However, if you guys draft Stephon Gilmore, I think you could still draft a corner because it's just a deep class. I so, can see us trading up for uh, Sauce Gardner. That would really be an elite, which, which is necessary in the AFC North at all. all I think if – so how far would you trade up? 10 picks. So, well, y'all have the 20th. So, you trade up to the 10th pick? Yeah. If Stingley was somehow there, would you, and you guys traded up, would you rather have Stingley or Gardner? I think one of them will be gone. I think one will be gone, one will be, one will be there. I don't Hypothetical, know if you had to pick one. Uh, 
I would pick Sauce Gardner right now. That's fine. I think that's perfectly fine because a lot of people don't think that Stingley, you know, he hasn't replicated that freshman year or that redshirt freshman year where he was like really good. He's been injured a little bit. Um, so I, I don't think that's a wrong pick at all. I'm super high on Ahmad Gardner. I like him a lot. Uh, well, my, he, my thing is, he's 6'3". Uh, a lot of people are record saying he looks like janky, but sorry, go ahead. What? He's six foot three. He can jam corners. He can jam receivers off the line, which is really necessary when you're playing Jamar Chase and T Higgins uh, twice a year. And yeah, like if probably some another receiver on the exactly and exactly. So I don't know. I'm really high on Gardner, and it's weird because my favorite corner and receiver prospects are like known for being quote janky or like. I don't know, stiff, I guess, because my Garrett Wilson's my wide receiver one now. I, I like him a lot. They say his route running is like, I don't I don't like stiff. I, I mean, I see it, but like, what does it matter if he gets open? We've all seen some goofy route runners who are just real. They just really get open. My wide receiver one, no, yeah. then Chris Olave. Chris, Chris Olave. Look, man, like the one through like six, man, they are. This close, they are all nah, so good. I'm not gonna lie There's going to be a lot of teams one, who get one through eight that are that close because you have like names like George Bro, Pickens. Them, uh, what's his name? George from, Pickens. Uh, he's been dealing with some injury, hasn't he? Yeah, you have uh, Justin Ross from Clemson, who's like a sleeper in this draft. Basically, he's pretty good, man. I remember he caught three touchdowns in his championship game as a freshman, but obviously, you know, some back injury, which is concerning. I don't blame GMs for steering away from that. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, lots of free agency moves. Um, high expectations for both Eagles and Steelers at the quarterback position this year. I'm loving. I I like the Mitch move. You don't got to waste a pick on a quarterback. I mean, unless you got still got Malik Willis, I'm not mad at that at all. You got Mitch as a bridge quarterback, or Mitch plays well, and then you got your guy. He's not super expensive. Build the team around him. You can go from there. That's why I like the Eagles. Did we didn't give up picks for Watson? We're gonna use these picks. Build up the defense, get a good team around Hurts. Cheap quarterbacks win Super Bowls. We know this. You are completely correct. Moving on, I really right, want to we're know. We're going to be moving. Uh, sorry, one more thing. Go ahead. One more thing. Uh, I really want to know, which team, after all the free agency moves so far, is your team to win the AFC West? I'm still going to I'm gonna go. I'm still going to go with, with the Chiefs. And I know, look, on paper, worst defense um guys are getting older on offense too i get it when in the sense where we were just talking about earlier where you can't really count out lebron james i'm not going to count out patrick mahomes i will not count him out until there are zeros on the clock ever not going to do it um i I, but if i had to go uh, like brain decision not heart like my heart tells me i'm never going to go against him because he's that guy I'll probably go with the Chargers. They made great moves on defense. They restructured Khalil Mack's contracts. They can still make some moves. They got J.C. Jackson, resigned Mike Williams, um, whose deal also looks cheap after Christian Kirks. Uh, you still got Keenan Allen. They could they could still use a tight end. Jared Cook, I think he's leaving, and he's old as dirt. So they could get a tight end. If they could get um, – I know they signed a couple of D tackles, but if they still wanted Jordan Davis – you know, I see maybe talking with the Eagles, try to get up to that 15th pick if possible. That kid, that guy's not going to be on the board for long. No, he, he won't really be on the board for long. I move on to my pick. Like like you, 
similar to you, I could see the Kansas City Chiefs. I'm never, never going to rule them out. My uh, pick yeah, is the Denver, division. Denver Broncos. Denver, Denver Broncos. Broncos. I, I don't. Yeah. I don't hate the take. I mean, but this is assuming Sutton and Judy make these jumps with a with an elite quarterback. Albert Okui Gunam, uh, their new tight end, because Noah Fant went out the door. Baller. Madden Legend. Uh, they Madden have Legend Noah Fant. The best run game in in the West. Mm-hmm. I think Melvin Gordon. Yeah, and, I like that pick. They their run game is insane. Patrick Sertain was an absolute stud last year. I think he'll continue to be even better. Their secondaries are too bad. Smitty secondary. huffed on him. Smitty huffed on him. He did, but nah, Sertain's had, great, man. He's great. I love everything. Love everything yeah, about him. Yeah. Doesn't he's not scared of no one. Get yeah, Bradley Chubb back this year. I think they got another edge. Mm-hmm. Uh, they got a Randy Gregory. Their D tackles were already good. They did after and, he uh, pump faked the Cowboys. And Justin uh, Justin Simmons is second best safety in the league behind Micah Fitzpatrick. Unfortunately, Anthony Harris is better than both of them. So, uh, yeah, yeah, moving on, we're going to be talking about we're going to be talking about the Philadelphia 76ers. Um, uh, they've been on. They've had some wins. I, like, that's not the problem. They're not losing games. I mean, they got destroyed by the Nets without Ben Simmons, but they've been like barely edging out in games, and James Harden's kind of been in a slump. I mean, I think he had a good game last night. Wouldn't know. I just know they beat the Mavericks pretty handily, made Luka play one of his worst games of the year. And Sixers fans before last night were saying, oh, we're first-round exits. We're second-round exits. Um, Well, I do agree. You are second-round exits. I don't think – I think they're overreacting. Like, your ceiling is still the 2022 NBA champions. Like, that is your ceiling, and your floor is a second-round exit. But they take it too far. They, like Harden does not play bad for long. We know it happens, but doesn't play bad for long. If you if you really believe your player is the MVP, he's going to show it. He's going to prove it. Um, Maxi is still the third best. He's the best third option in basketball right now. Yeah, he gets you a bucket and he'll give you constant hustle. He'll give the third or fourth options on the other team hell just off effort alone. Um. That's just my yeah. opinion on the Sixers. Sixers fans need to calm down. These dudes are okay. Like they're gonna figure things out. You know, it, chemistry does exist. Just like cap space exists, chemistry does exist, and it's gonna take some time. Yeah, they have a rough, really rough schedule ahead, though. Uh, next five games, they have the Raptors playoff team, Heat playoff team, Lakers might be a playoff team, play-in play-in team. team, uh, Clippers play. Well, they, are they playing or playoff right now? They're eighth seed, but technically play in. So they play the Suns, the best team in basketball. Play the Bucks, probably the second best team in basketball. They get a little easier with the Pistons, Cavs, Hornets, Pacers, but still, that's a rough schedule. The next ten games. Yeah, I mean, same with the Celtics. Our eight of our last eleven opponents are playoff teams, not play in teams. Playoff teams. I think we play the Raptors once. I promise you, by the time we play those that Raptors team, they'll be the sixth seed. The Cavs will be the seventh seed. Like I said in our first episode ever of this, the Celtics and Raptors would both duck the play in. These guys have playoff built experience. They have a great coach, great bench. Scotty Barnes is slowly becoming the guy of that team. Not Siakam, not Van Vliet, 
Like Scotty Barnes, when they get into the playoffs, he's going to be the go-to. You need a bucket, give it to him. You need someone to run the offense, give it to him. You need someone to shut down the other dude's best player. Scotty Barnes is that guy. I watched him last night. He went tick for tack with LeBron James and Russell Westbrook, two former MVPs. Like this kid's built different, man. And I'm really excited for him. Now with the Sixers, unfortunately, um, they don't have like a. Not, they have James Harden and Joel Embiid. Like that's not the point. But like after those two guys, and then after Maxi, your next guy is like Tobias Harris, and your bench is the worst in basketball. So there are some reasons to be concerned. Uh, you don't really have that eight-man playoff rotation that you're looking for, but I think they'll be okay because they have arguably the best tandem in basketball, arguably the best trio in basketball. I have a question for you, though. Let's hear it. Who's going to win MVP? Right now, it says Jokic is leading the, the board, but I think him and Embiid are so close. Giannis is not far behind. And then it says John Morant. They put they put Luca over Tatum. I, I don't know how you feel about that one, but I think Luca should be over Ja. <laughs> I, I I think Luca could be look man. Any think, other year, any other year where there was a metric saying a team is thirteen and two without a player, their MVP narrative is down the drain. It's so far down the drain, and that's not nothing against Ja. I think maybe he should be five or six, but this team is so unbelievably bad. Without Luka Doncic, like Spencer Dinwiddie has been playing great. Um, Hardaway has been playing great. And Finney Smith has been playing great. He actually did some good defense on Tatum. But like Ja, like his team seems not like they're not better with him off the court. Like that's not what it is. But when your team is capable of winning without you, it makes you less valuable by the term, by the definition of the award. Like Tatum. We played the Kings last night, okay? The Celtics played the Kings last night. You want to know Tatum's plus minus? 20. 40. His plus minus was 40. Mind you, okay, now Jalen Brown, our second best player, amazing. He dropped 30 points. Guess what his plus minus was? 20. Minus five. Tatum is that important. And same with the Sixers. Those top three guys are so important that if you, who's who's your playoff rotation? It could get bad, and that's why they're going to be second round exits. However, because you have Joel Embiid, and because you have James Harden, and because you have Maxi, and occasional Tobias Harris, who still sucks, you have a chance. But moving on to my Celtics, I wanted to talk about what do you think their ideal playoff run is? Where should they try to land in the seating? Who should they try to get in the first and second round, assuming they win the in the first and second round? If I'm the Celtics, I want the two seed. I wind up playing whoever wins the whoever wins the playing, which would probably be the Raptors at this point. You think the Raptors in, in one game? Well, hold up, wait. Actually, if the Raptors hold that game. In Toronto, there is no Kyrie, so they just might win that game. Actually, no, they they would play the the Hornets, correct? Um, seven plays ten and eight plays nine. No, seven plays eight. Winner of that seventh seed, and then the winner of nine and ten plays the loser of seven and eight to play for the eighth seed. Okay, so yeah, uh, I think I think they the Raptors could definitely secure that in Toronto. They could, yeah, they can beat a Kyrie. Listen, that's. Yeah, definitely. 
But um, I think the Celtics could go on if they get the two seed. And then they play the Raptors. Let's say they get the two seed. And let's say, assume all of the favorites win. That means the Heat, Bucks, Sixers, and Celtics would be in the playoffs. The Celtics would then, if they get the two seed, play either the, the Bucks or the Sixers. I think, as we saw, they beat the Sixers by 50 without James Harden. Um, they can easily run through Philly, and that hurts my heart to say it because I think the Sixers kryptonite is the Boston Celtics. Uh, it's been that way for a long time, and I think it'll continue to be that way in the playoffs. So what you're saying is try to aim for the two seed, so just keep on winning, try to get one of the play-in teams, and then you want to see the Sixers in the second round. Yeah, if I'm the Celtics, I want to see that, the Sixers. That's not – I want the smoke. I, think, I, want smoke. I don't think – I don't think that's a bad idea because, like, what am I just going to be like? Oh, Celtics, stop winning. Try to stay in the four seed. No. Listen. All right. So let's say we stay in the four seed. Everyone just keeps winning and and shit, whatever. So we'll have the Bulls round one. I promise you, the more I watch both of these teams, the Celtics are going to dog walk these dudes in the playoffs. Yeah, it's bad. Like, DeRozan, DeRozan, you can't switch on to nobody. There's no, there is no running on this defense. There's no like, you want to switch on to Al Horford. The dude, he's old as dirt, but he can move. If you get into the paint, he's sending it. Same with Robert Williams, super quick on his feet. And I promise you, he is not going to want to match up with Brown, Tatum, or Smart. Definitely not Smart. Smart will give him hell. And then on the defensive side, sure, Lonzo and Caruso are great. You know who we're going to attack? We're going to attack Vucevic. And DeMar DeRozan, like, your best player cannot be getting attacked. That is the difference between guys like Tatum, like Tatum and, and like, uh, Giannis and Embiid versus guys like Ja and Trey and DeMar. And that's basically exactly. that, that. Those are the most of the guys. Here's what I'll tell you, though. Great, players, self- great players do not get attacked. If the Celtics match up with the Miami Heat, good luck. I'd love it. I'd love it. That's that's I what I was going to say. We stay in the 4C. We win. We like play them next like, round. I don't like the matchup with the Heat. Why is that? I think Jimmy Butler and his scrappy defensively. Just, I don't know. I, I don't We're like the We're a better defendant. We're a better defensive team by points allowed and defensive rating. Um. We have a better bench. I in my eye. Well, okay, no, no, we don't have a better bench. They are deeper, but I think the top of our bench is better. If that makes sense. I think. Um, I think that's Tyler, Tyler Hero. Tyler Hero does not count. Tyler Hero is practically a starter. Dude plays like thirty-five minutes a game. Um, yeah. Tyler Hero is great, though. I love everything about him. He's going to be a problem off the bench. However, we also do have a stifling defender off the bench named Derek White. So not to say he shuts Hero down, but uh, if Hero can't get going, no one's going to get going. Tyler Hero is the best scorer on the team. Jimmy Butler is not the best scorer on the team. Jimmy Butler, they're a team that we can get switches on and get the matchups we want. Um, now, mind you, they also do switch very well, uh, but I, there are still weak spots. Duncan Robinson, that's a guy you can switch on to. P.J. Tucker is great, but you can definitely get him switched on the Tatum in space, and it can be a problem. You can switch anybody on the Tatum. It's going to be a problem in space. Um, but I do see your vision. They're scrappy. They've got the championship pedigree. 
it's just with your best players not hitting shots, like if Jimmy's not hitting shots, it's not going to look good. It's not going to look good, man. Get what I'm saying? Yeah, I agree with you. I, I really agree with you there. Yeah, but I mean, no, no I look, we're not ducking nobody. I, I I think we could beat anybody in a seven game series. My confidence varies on who we play. I am not, I'm like nervous of the Heat. We haven't beat them in the playoffs since. I don't know. I don't remember the last time we beat them in the playoffs. I don't know if we ever did. I don't know. I haven't beat them with LeBron. We ain't beat them in the bubble. No. So maybe I'm talking out my ass out of jealousy and spite. But don't forget the Heat are bubble yeah. guppies, though. Facts. They are bubble guppies. Jimmy Bubble. Jimmy Bubble. Tyler Hero is the only not fraud on the team. Bubble out of bio. Bam out of bubble. Whatever you want to call it. Robert Williams better. No, I'm playing. No. That's actually a topic, though, on Celtics Twitter. It's kind of ridiculous, actually. <laughs> I like Rob, but come on. No. Yeah, you can't. You, it's, it's not like that. Yeah, no. All right, well, that wraps it up for us today. Uh, you, we had a little bit longer of an episode because we skipped Wednesday, but, you know, we talked a lot of, you know, free agency, NBA, you know, as always brought on a super Lakers fan. Um, Guys, thank you. Just continue to show love on all platforms. Uh, Follow all the social medias and subscribe, like on YouTube. Um, Download if you're listening to this on, pod, on a podcast platform. Dan, you got anything else for us before we go? Now, all I got to say is keep showing love, keep running it up. I think we're really about to break into a new era. There's a lot of basketball news, playoffs. We might even talk some MLB coming up. I know that they signed the new collective bargaining agreement. The Red Sox are undefeated in spring training as of when we're recording this. So uh, keep going. Hold on. Wait, wait. So a uh, baseball question, baseball question. So on our Belly Up site, shout out to Belly Up Sports and Belly Up Media. On the site, it will say like the games and stuff. So that's not regular season, right? Not yet. It's uh, okay. Eight, make eight sure because I'm tuned into the Phillies. We just signed. I don't know his name, but D- Darren told me it's like. I said, give me an NBA comparison. He was like, kind of like if I forget who he signed, but he was like, we kind of just signed like Damian Lillard. I was like, damn, this oh. kid must be good. So I'm he, in, I'm tuned in. Darren's wrong. Been, I'm sorry. He, he just wrong at that point. Comparing what do you Nick think Cass- he's compared to? Nick Cassianos is the third baseman. He's just a power hitter. He struggles defensively. So make that compare. Who 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 could hit? Is that not Damian Lillard? Hits bomb threes, offensively electric, and then just horrible on uh, defense. I'd rather say Bradley Beal. He's like a add on piece. He's almost. that bad on defense. Yeah, he he averages like negative four runs a week on defense or something like that. Negative four. That's, uh, that's horrible. Well, anyway, yeah, you heard Danny, man. Maybe some baseball news coming in the future, but that's on me to get educated. Um, but, yeah, man, thank you guys for tuning in, and make sure you guys have a great day for me and Danny Cole. Peace. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 